0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard on a huge European night for Rangers. The newly crowned Premiership champions are in Prague looking to take home a first leg advantage but are already behind. John Hughes says Celtic should perform a guard of honour next weekend and David Hopkin is the new air manager as Gus McPherson takes over at Morton. I'm Gordon Duncan. Joining me tonight is Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson. Yeah well it's underway in Prague And a huge night for Rangers There may still be some hangovers for their fans From the celebrations on Sunday The players here will be fully focused But even being fully focused There's nothing you can do to a strike That they've fell behind it What a goal it was But at this stage of the competition Gordon Getting to the last 16 Your chances of overall success Now has got to be taken serious Rangers if they can ride this out And get out of here well, 1-0 or even better They've got every chance in the second leg um, And you know, you've know you got to take them serious On the merits of what they've achieved this season But up against it so far Only 8 minutes gone Gordon DLI have tried and tried I phoned UEFA said these 5-6 to six kickoffs They, they mm. just don't suit Mark and Gordon on a Thursday night The boy hung up on me It was an atrocious service But I will try again 8 minutes in Slavia Prague 1 Rangers 0 And Mark's quite right What a strike it was uh, Yeah not, not a great start for Rangers I was watching the game Gordon from the start and after 5-6 minutes Rangers were settling into a wee pattern And you're thinking This is going okay But As a coach and a manager You look at goals again Especially with Rangers With their defensive record this season And you think Right what could we have done better there I don't think it could have done anything Because You've got a top class goalkeeper Standing Watching the ball going by him From what 18-20 yards The lad You've got to give all the credit In the world to the goal scorer He takes it He knows where he wants to put it and the goalkeeper has absolutely no chance So it's a poor start for Rangers But the one thing they've always got confident in Europe, Gordon Is they can score goals But they can't afford to lose anymore I can't tell you how worried I am That Gordon and I might be in the same wavelength, Mark Because that's exactly what sprung to mind when I saw the goal How often is Alan McGregor completely rooted Didn't move, didn't see it Flashed by him into yeah. the back of the net Yeah, very rarely see that Um it just goes to show you the quality of the strike. As Daz says, Rangers have have set up, you know, the same way as they have done so many times in Europe. They look pretty comfortable for the opening few minutes, but when somebody gets the ball out their feet from 20, 22, 23 yards and curls it in the top corner, you've got to hold your hands up to that. But Daz is right. Rangers have got players in their side that can go and hurt teams at the other end. And Steven Gerrard will be hoping just mm. to steady the ship for the next few minutes and hopefully grab something at the other end. I was just about to bring in Stephen Enisco Bride, who's just disappeared. Stephen, if you're still out there, give us a call back uh, and we will line you up. So 10 minutes gone now, Slavia Prague 1, Rangers 0. It feels weird recapping the teams, but just in case you're, you're just joining us um, and you've, you've not caught the start of the game, a pretty predictable uh, team for Rangers. McGregor in goal, a back four of Patterson, Goldson, Hollander and Barisic. It's Kamara, Davis and Aribo in midfield. Haji, Morelos and Kent. Uh, the unfortunate thing is, Gordon, every time a Rangers player makes mistakes tonight, they're going to be the subject of um, social media gags about, oh, he's, he's still hung over from the weekend. <laughs> um, I'm sure that's got nothing to do with it. Not so the far. case at all, Gordon. They would have celebrated um, at the weekend, but that's well gone. They'll have prepared for the last three, four days on this game. It's a massive game. 
And there's a lot of people, and especially all the Rangers fans, with the form that Rangers have been in, just been crowned champions, gives you that more, uh, bit more confidence. A lot of people think Rangers can get through this, but they've not got off to the greatest start. But that's all down to a fabulous bit of skill. And and just watch a goal again, Gordon. You're right. A top class goalkeeper like McGregor doesn't move. You know all the credit goes to the strike. The goalkeeper ain't getting anywhere near that. And uh, one nil down. But uh, you know, it's, if you've got to lose a goal, oh, don't, especially don't, in don't, Europe, no, no, don't bother, please. And away from home, <laughs> don't do it. Lose it early. <laughs> this is the worst catchphrase oh, ever, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Get that in a t-shirt for him to wear. Right, oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. That is the number you need. So make sure you do it nice and early. Get in touch with the guys and let them know what is on your mind. It's always a bit strange when we've got a game ongoing. So Rangers fans, if you find yourself shouting at the TV, just pick up the phone and shout at us instead. Consider it a form of. Therapy For anyone else out there Celtic fans Again it's, it's a weirdly quiet week for you No midweek football The search for the manager goes on Director of football Pre-contract signings uh, Of yes, uh, Liam Shaw yesterday um, So anything that you want to get off your chest Pick up the phone And we would be delighted to hear from you 01419511025 Or on Twitter At Clyde SSB um, Gordon has it settled down a little bit What about the, the kind of balance of, of play Sometimes Although lots can happen between now and the end, you get you get a feel of of the, the type of test and what Rangers are up against. How's it set up? Yeah, well, just after the goal, um, the home side got a bit of confidence for that, obviously, and it, it took a good uh, sliding tackle from Golson to stop them getting in again on the Rangers goal. But uh, Rangers will just manager will be saying to his players, look, just settle back down, get a grip of the ball, try and make a few passes. They have got players that will take them up the pitch. And they'll find space and uh, hopefully they can create chances. And you look the now, they've been very positive on the right-hand side. Patterson right up the pitch. You know, it's not a case of playing from behind the ball, as some managers do when they go away from home. Tell their fullbacks play from behind the ball always gives you that extra defensive uh, advantage. But they're, they're putting men forward and uh, they've settled into it now. So, but the important thing is, Away, away from home, yeah, one one goal, fine. And you can put down to the fact the goal was a superb goal. Mm. Don't lose any more. All right, Rangers fans, if you're watching it, why not watch along with us? Pick up the phone and talk to us about what you're seeing. Celtic fans, what's going on with you at the moment? You're still, I'm sure, checking every day. Is there any advancement in the search for a manager, the director of football, the plans for next season? So pick up the phone and let us know what is on your mind. 14 gone in Prague, Slavia Prague 1 Rangers now. Let's go to the phones and bring in Geoffrey, who is a Rangers fan. How are you, Geoffrey? I am fine. Um, not happy with the goal. Not happy with the goal, but even the best of goalkeepers, I don't think mm-hmm. would have saved that. Um, I want to just talk about the season as a whole. Mm-hmm. When you saw the first game against Aberdeen at the beginning of the season, um, which was a good game, you thought, "Wait a minute, what's going on? We're going to do something." And then through the season, the first game, the first old firm game, very good. Um, and as the season went on, Rangers were gradually improving, improving, improving. And then halfway through the season, I think, you started sort of going off the boil a bit, winning 1-0s, 1-0s, 1-0s. Um, and it just goes to show that the team that we've got out in that park um, are playing for their jerseys. And it's taken three years for this to happen. Um, and giving Stephen Gerrard credit, I wasn't too sure if Stephen Gerrard was the right man. 
um, because I hadn't had much managerial experience. But uh, we are where we are, and all the better for it. Yeah, I wonder if Jeffrey's just summed up the, the reason for Rangers' success, or one of the factors, Gordon, where he describes winning one nil. Game after game as, as being off the boil And I can see You can kind of see what he means In terms of where the standards were set There became a point in the season Where obviously It's inevitable The performances aren't sparkling But you find a way to win If that's your bit of the season Where you're off the boil That leads you to Wrapping up the title early March Yeah I think it was because of As you say Gordon Okay they won 1-0 up at Aberdeen When they got off to a great start With Kent's goal um, but after that They were really battered teams You know They were playing some exciting football Creating a lot of chances Scoring a lot of goals Obviously not losing uh, Many And I think it just got into The Rangers fans heads That you know We want to win 3 4 nil every week That'd be lovely But that, that's, that's not going to happen Over a course of a season But The sign of champions is When you're not probably making As many chances And scoring as many as you should it's getting the victories And players will call it And managers is Go and grind out a victory Because at the end of the day The three points Was all they were after And they achieved that And they were worthy champions I've got to say Yeah Jeffrey goes all the way back To Aberdeen And rightly so Because we, we were in here that day and, uh, and we watched Kent Score the goal And you know It was a good performance But they then followed it up With, with two routine wins at home I think it was St Mirren St Johnson um, I think three goals each and in the past, those were the games that were hard for Rangers to negotiate in the past years, going to Ibrox and slipping up, you know, dropping points where it'd be a draw or a, a shock defeat. Um, and even then, a couple of weeks later, when they draw at Livy, they bounce back straight away with convincing performances a couple of weeks later against Hibs, I think it was 2-2. The next game They bounce back And they've been very good At bouncing back From disappointing results No obviously No defeats in there But draws that they found disappointing Yeah because the the Livy one Led to some people And not not necessarily out with Rangers Rangers fans as well I'm sure saying Oh same same old story These are the games We've struggled in before We can't break teams down Etc But it, it, it turned out to be a one off Yeah it was And you know I remember The time where Celtic fans were thinking There you go Same old Rangers again It's the same old story It was anything but They've been very good at regrouping When they didn't get the The full three points You know Draws at Livy Draws at Easter Road And They've bounced back And scored emphatically In the next game And that's Testament to how the squad Have learned from their mistakes And the manager And the coaching team Mark I think I think a big factor In Rangers season Especially We're watching it tonight In Europe How far they've gone and obviously the games sometimes catch up with you If you're away from home the Thursday It tends to be in a Sunday Well if they're going to slip up It could be today It's away from home They've travelled They've had a difficult game But they, they they used their squad brilliantly I thought you know Making four, five, six changes Sometimes Everyone come in And that's why I said It wasn't a team that won It was a squad uh, And everyone come in and played their part And I thought that was very impressive This season from them Jeffrey, what about Europe then? Given that the title's already wrapped up, does that renew your enthusiasm or, or boost your, your enthusiasm to go on and succeed even further in Europe? It depends how the game goes tonight. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Not go off to <laughs> right, the best start. Can I, can I just bring back another point um, as well? Mm-hmm. Um, it depends what happens tonight. If we can get if we can get at least a goal tonight, I think we're in with a chance. But this team that we're playing... I watched the two legs over Leicester mm-hmm. and they were very good and it was just unfortunate that goal 
went in. But, yeah, um, I mean they, they do look they do look like a good side, Gordon. For for all Rangers look a little bit off it just now. They look like they're they're up against good the, opposition. The, the first thing I noticed, Gordon, is there's nearly twenty minutes on the clock, and we always talk about Rangers middle at the front, how dangerous they are, right? And they will create chances with their movement and the way they move the ball. Now this team here has not allowed them to get a shot in goals yet. Yeah. Uh, and it just shows you how well organised they are they're, they're forcing Rangers sometimes into making unforced errors And winning the ball back So they'll need to really get down to business tonight If they are going to create chances and score goals I don't think it'll be like the Antwerp Going away from home and scoring four goals This team doesn't look like they could concede four goals at home They look very well organised, mm. very well drilled And obviously they get the confidence of that goal Got to remember this team, you they know, got, are no mugs Oh, They're, they're on a, a, a very long unbeaten yeah. run in, in their league as well So although they're not a Man United or an Arsenal or a Tottenham You know, these glamour names that are still in the tournament AC Milan and teams like that You've got to look at them Last year they were in the Champions League And you look at the group they had in the Champions League With Barcelona, Dortmund and Inter So they've came up against big sides Beat Leicester already this year Bayer Leverkusen, Nice They have managed big games They've came up against big players So they are no mugs at all Rangers just need to be careful Not to concede another one in this half Just stay in it Mm. Because you look at the energy In this Slavia Prague team In terms of pressing It's really, Mm. really impressive I mean, Gordon, this is inevitable, I guess, because you get into European competition, the standard is greater. I don't think Mm. I'm telling you any secrets here, but Rangers have only conceded nine goals, is it, in the Scottish Premiership this season? So they've played 32 games and conceded nine goals. Now, in Europe this season, I think they've conceded 14 in 12. So, yes, you would expect a bit of that because of the step up in quality, but it has been a feature of the European performances. Even when they've been really good, you look at the Antwerp games and, and good wins, they have found keeping the door closed at the other end a lot more difficult. Yeah, and if they, if they perform the same way like Antwerp, we're losing the goals, Gordon, they're going to get out the competition because they ain't going to score that, uh, outscore this team in that sense. If they, uh, you know, And that's a big problem in Europe. And you're right, it's a difference in class, and we're not being. You know, disrespectful to any Scottish player or whatever, but these guys tend to. You you seen the goal tonight? That's a top class guy, top class goal out of nothing. These guys seem to punish you a lot more than what you do normally in a in a in a week to week league game. Um, so it'll be interesting tonight. But what I've been really impressed with with the home team is the fact to their discipline at the back. Rangers haven't created one chance yet, which is very unusual for them. Um, they look very solid They look strong And they look very well organised Jeffrey, how much does European competition A defeat tonight for instance How much would it bother you If I can if I can word it like that Because you've just come off an unbelievable high Does that mean you've got no cares left in the world Or is it, is it still the type of performance That is frustrating you so far Yeah, you want to try win everything Um it's last season with Leverkusen. It was a hard. It was a hard game. Um, if we can get away with a, um, if we can get an away goal, yes, we're another chance. Um, it's always hard because the last sixteen, you're always at the business end, so there's no easy team. But can I just wait one one more point? Oh, go and make it yeah. quick. We're a bit late for the travel, but that's fine. Uh, you go. Old firm game or no old firm game? Right, um, if you're wondering why I'm saying that, I hope and pray they play this old firm game because if they don't, I think there's going to be a lot of trouble. Um, um, 
I know the league's won, but you want to try and get as many wins over Celtic as possible. Um, but you're not going to stop the supporters going to the, to the ground. Um, so yeah, just, well, listen, it's certainly an interesting one that we're going to have to watch and, and see what updates we get from a government level later this week or perhaps into next week. We told you about it. Um, was that Tuesday evening that that game was going to be in doubt? David Martindale, actually, Livy manager, um, had his say on the scenes at the weekend. So maybe play those later on um, and we'll keep an eye on things over the coming days. Thank you to Jeffrey on the line 01419511025. Rangers fans, are you watching? What are you making of it so far? Let us know on the phones or on Twitter. And uh, what about you, Celtic fans? Good time for you to get in touch because a quiet midweek, maybe a bit of time to, to ponder what's gone wrong and what comes next, either in the dugout or upstairs. Let us know. Get your call in and we could be speaking to you next. You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 01419511025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here. They both want to take your calls, so let's hear from you. 01419511025. With half an hour on the clock in Prague, it's Slavia Prague 1, Rangers 0. Barisic has just gone into the book, so Rangers have a bit of defending to do uh, from a free kick. Gordon, it's been a, a bit better from Rangers. They caused a a bit of uh, confusion in the, the Prague ranks there It was uh, the goalkeeper tried to play out from the back Gave it straight to Joe Aribo Into Morelos And the final pass sort of broke down So Rangers have been better But at the same time Prague look like they know what they're doing don't they? Yeah that's the story so far for Rangers I think it's just when they get the ball Gordon um, They're giving it away cheaply That final pass there It was a good opportunity Morelos should be a little bit more careful on the ball He could have set Hadji up It was good pressure He won the ball back from the goalkeeper But the one thing about this team is Is that McGregor makes a good save it's a, For me that's a routine save for a goalkeeper Of the class of McGregor uh, But the one thing about this team is They'll play the ball forward quickly And Rangers back men have got to be on their toes Barisic get caught there uh, wrong side and had to make the foul and get booked for it so he's on a yellow but this team um, I, I wouldn't like to be Rangers if you lose another goal here because it could be a long night I mean Mark maybe victims of their own success in this statement that I'm about to say but th- this is about as rattled as Rangers have looked in Europe isn't it? Yeah I think it's their toughest test now people when they imagine that when they draw him out they, they might have looked at it and thought oh that team beat Leicester but it's still Slavia Prague they can't be that good well what I've seen in the opening 30 minutes They look very good Steven Gerrard mentioned it Fuller running When he watched their uh, You know their videos of previous games And you can see that right away And Daz is right Every time they get the ball They've got runners off the ball And guys willing to play through Rangers backline It's going to be a big test for Rangers But need to make the best opportunities like this Yeah Rangers on a counter attack But Prague are getting men back in incredible numbers it was That's th- how that, you defend Gordon that was 3 on 3 at one point And it very quickly became 3 on 6 it's in, very, in the blink of an eye Do you know something Stephen Gerrard did mention It's very noticeable about how athletic these guys are Gordon The pace of them They've got bags of pace at the back as well All over the park uh, They're recovered there Because you're looking thinking As Mark said Oh they need to make the best of this chance We're thinking there's a chance for Hadji Within Seconds They had about four or five players back The Rangers just need to be careful Keep their say on the game Nothing bad tonight If Even if they had to go home 1-0 You know Behind They would still Really fancy yeah. their cell at Ibrox But I think if you give this team Maybe two goals a start going I think it'd be an uphill journey Right back to the phones Craig is a Celtic fan From Cumbernauld How's it going Craig? Hi good evening guys How's it going? Good to speak to you What's your point tonight? Well 
I, I was looking to my main point uh, of, I should maybe call it an observation, uh, a couple of weeks ago when, when Neil Lennon left uh, Celtic, I was one of the fans that was, you know, straight kind of on the high horse and, you know, let, let's get somebody in straight away and, you know, this kind of, uh, had that kind of view on it. But that's a couple of weeks have passed now and I, I'm thinking to myself, it's no wonder, you know, that it's taken a bit of time for the, the Celtic board to make a decision because, the next guy that comes in for for Celtic, you know, he's 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 going to have to be all things to all men, you know. He's whether he's working with a director of football or not. But if you, if you think of who Celtic need to bring in, they need to bring in a guy who's going to sell firstly season tickets. You know, he's going to put bums in seats. That's important, you know, for, for the, the the cash flow of the, the the club. He's then, you know, got to look to be getting a tune out of whoever's going to stay at Celtic. You know, let, let's, there's going to be a lot of people going. Uh, we don't know how many will, will be still there, but he's going to have to look to get a tune out of these guys. You know, he's then going to have to be somebody that can attract, you know, some top talent to Celtic, because make no doubt about it, we need to challenge and challenge strongly next season. He's then going to have to be a guy that can look at the, you know, developing youth. Now, the, the rumour has it that when Brendan Rogers Rogers was there, he had asked the Celtic board, you know, for three or four million pounds investment uh, in the, the, the youth development and. It was not back, you know, and, and I think that had uh, you know probably quite a uh, a big impact on the decisions that, that Rogers made in terms of leaving. Uh, and then, you know, this guy's also got to have an eye on European football, and you know, a, an eye on the domestic football. So, I was looking, you know, for Celtic to make an announcement when Lennon went, but. Uh, I'm, I'm quite glad that it's, that it's taken them a bit longer before they make the, the decision. Uh, I'd just like to get the guys' uh, point of view on that. Do you think he needs to do all that straight away, Craig? Because I'm thinking, and forgive the comparison, it's, it's the easy one to make. Rangers have obviously won the league this season, um, but you know they wanted to, to kind of get back to winning ways. They are, you know, academy. Pathway into the first team Maybe not quite there Nathan Patterson's in um, So there are other things That they hope will come in time But right now It was about getting back And, and winning things Do you think all of that stuff Has to happen straight away? I do I, yeah. Absolutely You know if you think And I, I hate using the comparison Of Brendan Rodgers You know because he came And he brought You know the success to the club But uh, He did have a, a You know he had an eye on everything If you think of what he done When he came in You know his standards were there he certainly wasn't successful in Europe. Had a good, you know, had a couple of successful European nights. Uh, but I definitely think, you know, that when Rangers are, you know, going as well in Europe, Celtic need to be doing that as well. Yeah, do you know what? I like the way Craig's outlined all that. It makes it sound like um, maybe a bigger job than, than some people had thought. Mark, there's a lot, there's a lot going on there. Would you be able to disagree with any of that? None of it at all. I, I agree with what Craig says in terms of the boxes that have to be ticked. What I would say is though that any manager that's come into Celtic previously. Has had to take that on board as well mm. You know I, I can't remember a manager Who's come in And not had that remit The thing about Celtic Is the structure A manager comes in And he has the right team Round about him And it's well known That Celtic are going to have to Restructure a lot of different positions Within the club To take care Of the youth side And mm -hmm. you know Contacts throughout Europe And stuff like that The manager is right Has to First sell season tickets And get a tune out The players that are there at the minute Who are going to be remaining For next season That could be uh, A difficult ask I would have thought There may have been A list of candidates Drawn up At the minute 
Rangers have equalised in Prague And it's Philip Pilander Unlikely goal scorer It was a free kick in from Borna Barisic No real contact on it initially It found its way to the, the back post Fired across And a one yard tap in The type that Gordon DL would have loved oh. In his playing days But Rangers are level Gordon Yeah incredible Free kick comes in uh, It looks like a goalkeeper's got it Hadji doesn't give up on it How he squeezes that back <laughs> I have no idea Hilander It's incredible and he's standing there two yards out. Thank you very much. Mm. That is a, a fantastic goal for Rangers. So so important. But we'll go back to the caller there and 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 Mark okay, saying yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> just to let you know, it's one one. Craig, these are the dangers of phoning. Um, but we've got no choice with the game on. This happens every Thursday. But I, I, I think they're still showing replays of the goal, so we've got at least two minutes before anything else happens. Go, Gordon. Yeah, I, I disagree a couple of things with Craig says. I can understand what he's trying his point of view, but. I Disagree with a couple of things One Bums on seats um, I know Celtic fans are saying Well we have to You know Improve And season tickets Or whatever Celtic have 60,000 supporters Gordon With a waiting list The length of your arm For season tickets And let me tell you The ones that don't take The initial ones up There'll be plenty Waiting to take them Let's be honest about that I know that they feel a bit you know, down the dumps and out of what's happened this season. Secondly, hold on, let me put that back to Craig because he has the emotional tie to the club and, and will maybe be. Maybe I don't know, Craig. Do you disagree with that? I think there's a, there's a general feeling throughout the fans. Uh, Mark could probably uh, echo this. Uh, also, you know, there's I know a lot of people who will not be you know looking to, to renew until that this announcement's made. Now I get. Gordon, yes, that there'll be people there, you know, who, who want to take a ticket uh, or take season tickets. But uh, I, I think if you think back to the the, the Ronnie Dyla days, you know, there was, uh, there was definitely a shortage in people attending the, the, the games. Regardless, you know, they may have paid the season ticket up, but the, the, the appeal wasn't there. Yeah, I would listen. I was sorry, Daz. I would agree with Craig there with season tickets. I know what you're saying There is a waiting list there just now, Daz, and there was a waiting list before this season to get in. a huge waiting list to get them. But the situation has changed that much The landscape has changed dramatically That Crane makes a good point When Ronnie Dyla was there And people had paid for their season ticket And thought, no, nah, this isn't for me So to get people to invest 500 quid In a gamble that they don't really know what's happening Or a name that might be Oh, well, I, I don't see many positives happen I don't think it will be as easy do you think, as Celtic think. Do you think there's also a part of this that's actually with Celtic's control? You know, we're talking about you know because of the way this season's gone and can you get a manager that inspires people, but also on the back of a season where people have paid their five six hundred pounds and got nothing back for it. Really, yeah. that's not Celtic's fault. That that's just you know where we're at in, in life. You know, but football clubs are having to, yeah, to deal that, with that. I, I, yeah, you're right, Gordon. But the one thing I, I will agree with, agree with Craig that if you get a name big enough and interesting enough that. The majority of the Celtic fans will buy in Not every Celtic fan will Because it's very difficult to get a manager That makes everybody happy People will say No, no good enough Don't like his tactics But if you get a manager that is box office And brings enough stature to the club People will buy tickets, no problem I mean Craig you mentioned though Whether he's working with a, a director of football or not And I'll kind of tie your call in with a tweet from Kenneth Who says Can you help a football idiot out here What are the duties of a director of football And what characteristics make someone A good or a potentially good director of football You, you mentioned You know keeping an eye on the academy side of things And, and making sure Celtic are still bringing through quality youth products Th that, that would be a, a huge part of the director of football's role Would it not? Well 
you know, there, there was talk of, of certain well, of certain names mentioned as a director of football. Uh, you know, I've seen it on Twitter and you know social media and stuff like that for Celtic. And the, the way I was reading it, uh, you know, it, it, it seemed to be you know as if the director of football was going to be the bigger name than some of the the, the, the managers, uh, the management candidates, like that, a head coach you know, type. Well, you know, like, like, let's say, you know, uh, John Collins, for instance, you know, has been mentioned as director of football. You know, there have been suggestions of that uh, with, uh, like, uh, Maresca as, you know, uh, as the manager, uh, head coach. Now, to me, you know, the, the, the John Collins name is, uh, you know, certainly more uh, relatable to the Celtic fans than Maresca, regardless of how good he is with the, the Man City, you know, under-23s. And I just wouldn't want that, you know, because at the end of the day, it's the guy that's front and centre who's managing the team. You know, mm. he's got to, you know, he's he's the guy's got he's the guy's going to be shot at, isn't he? You know, things go wrong. Yeah. Not the director of football. These guys kind of work behind the scenes, but you know, it's the, the managing that need to go out and face the press and uh, face all the scrutiny week in, week out. Not the director of football. So I'm just hoping that whoever they bring in. I'm not a fan, you know, and I'm not, you know, an advocate for the director of football at a club like Celtic. Why not? I would rather it was a. I would just rather it was a, a an independent manager, you know, who knows the game, who knows the players that he wants himself, who can manage all of that. I just don't think the director of football is something that you know whether Celtic are trying to be you know trendsetters. Uh, I just feel that uh, the director of football and Scottish football isn't required. Yeah, it's funny, Gordon. I feel like we we are still very. Um, cynical towards that suggestion or, or a bit you know apprehensive towards it in the modern day game when you have a when you have clubs of that size mm-hmm. and they've got so much going on so so many clubs do it and again if you, you don't you don't have to spout off about different leagues if we're talking Scottish football ask anyone inside Rangers how valuable they think Ross Wilson's Wilson been. is yeah so I- that doesn't mean Celtic have to do it because Rangers have one but if those question marks but, you know, Does it suit Scottish football And does this mean The manager doesn't get To make his own decisions Well We've got a pretty good Working example of it just now Rangers are successful With it just now Because of one thing Gordon The relationship between Director of football And mm. manager Is brilliant And A bit like, a bit like you two Adrian, really, No no you, no, no. I, I took Wilson so far He stopped listening I had to get rid of him But <laughs> um, You've got to have That relationship You've got to have that bond The director of football Becomes very important Because Gone are the days a football manager will turn up, just take training, make sure his first team's okay. The duties that these now got is incredible. A director of football, if he's working hand in hand with the manager, head coach, whatever you want to call him, takes so much pressure and weight off him. But they have to be singing off the same hymn sheet. If they don't, it does not work. It's as simple as that. So... I wouldn't be surprised if Celtic went down that road. It's been successful for Rangers. Um, and I will not be surprised if they go down that road now. Well, I mean, it certainly looks like they will. And I get Craig's point, Mark. I hear this from a lot of Scottish football fans. Of you just rather the manager has the final say. But how do you... How do you ignore the fact that this is 2021 and now Celtic now, compared to Celtic then, will have a massive team of analysts, a team of sports scientists, of nutritionists, of strength and conditioning staff, of scouts, of youth academy staff. The manager cannot possibly oversee all that no. at a club that size and that's where the director of football role tends to, yeah. to come in. We often... And, and by the way, it's different at every club, of course, but we often think of a director of football as 
the guy that makes the signings. <laughs> but you know, we, we, can, yeah. we, can, we confuse it with a with a head of recruitment. But yeah. actually, in some cases, a director of football is looking after sports Cl- science. Cl- and, in the title, Gordon. Uh, yeah. yeah, the director of football at the club. You know, oversees everything. If you're asking one guy, the manager, to do that as well as pick the team and stand on the touchline on a Saturday, take the abuse from the fans, take the praise from the fans, get the players up for it in the dressing room as well as concentrate on how the youths did that very morning, that time of the game is gone. Now, you go back to the 80s, early 90s, yes, managers could do that. But the game's moved on so much and Craig's saying, you know, about Celtic being trendsetters. I think they're in danger of falling behind the times if they don't appoint a director of football and the modern manager nowadays you very rarely see a strong experienced manager like an Alex Ferguson or if you want to relate it to up here a Martin O'Neill who controlled the full club Brendan Rodgers did it to an extent but I very much doubt the next Celtic manager will hold a stature Mm. like that and I think a director of football is inevitable Craig quickly because we're running late for the travel who is your Dream candidate for the manager's job at the moment. I think the the, the, the dream would be the uh, Maloney and Martinez yeah. partnership, which is a dream. You know, I I do think that mm. that is a dream. There's always, I think, the longer it goes without Celtic appointing someone, uh, then the Celtic fans get you know themselves quite excited about that prospect. But I just can't see it ever happening. You know, the Celtic fans have got in their head that the longer it goes, uh, it's because of somebody in yeah. a job. You know, and then that's the Oh, been Maloney uh, After the Euros uh, You know I went to the Euros Are done And stuff like that Get, your, get your hopes high And you, you end up having to Settle for D.L. and Wilson After the Euros Can you imagine <laughs> like, oh, like Opening that present On Christmas Day And you think It's, it's the pair of football Boots you've been dreaming uh, for and Have you thought Those scenes in November Were bad outside Celtic but, Park But They've we'll been still doubled. do a Thursday We'll still do a Thursday Right Half time whistle's gone In Prague It's one all We'll look back On the first 45 next 0141-951-1025 This is Scottish football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Half time Slavia Prague 1 Rangers 1 Rangers fell behind early on A stunning strike from outside the box Right into the far corner Philippe Hillander equalised on the 36th minute Gordon would it be safe to say Stephen Gerrard will be more than happy To go and level at the break Delighted I would say Gordon um, He'll been having a few words With the players Just saying look uh, I think they've I think they've got themselves a little break tonight I really do um, They've dug in deep They lost a goal After seven minutes A terrific goal And they looked Really up for the game And um, They've got that little bit of luck You need a bit of luck In any sport at all Had you brilliant Didn't give up now. I think the home team did And he'll understand there The easiest task in the world To stick it in the back of net uh, getting in there 1-1 I think Stephen Gerrard will be over the moon And he'll be saying to his players Right, okay Make sure that we're nice and solid at the back Don't give anything away cheaply And they know now the danger from outside the box with The ability that they've got uh, close, close things down And if they can get out of here A draw, Gordon, would be a terrific result for them because um, they've certainly got goals in them, Rangers, we know that, and especially at Ibrooks. So I think Stephen Gerrard and the staff will be over him in. Um, Mark, briefly. Uh, yeah, I have to agree with Daz that it looked like in the opening part of that game that Rangers might be overrun or were in mm. danger, steadied the ship, and, you know, one chance <laughs> and the turn in the net. That is the story of Rangers' season. Yeah. There's such a belief in them. That they've got the equaliser And they'll fancy themselves in the second half To, to either get out of here with a 1-1 Or maybe even snatch another Andy's a Rangers fan on the line Andy, what did you make of that first half? Well, 
first 20 minutes I thought 25 we were pretty poor defensive wise getting the ball away far too many times uh, and the ball's up front you know to the, the front men but we've got it out of the game now. I mean I can't believe it's one each I mean oh, but I think now we'll wear the storm hopefully and we're only going to get better now how, we can't we play much worse How good are they Andy and, and how Off it have Rangers been Where's the balance <laughs> They're good They're pressing They're pushing But we just didn't look The first I say The first 20-25 minutes We just you know, The passes were just Weren't going to We're going to their players All the time And the boys up front Were going to nobody But Hopefully that's us You know We'll generally get them At half time And go I mean, even the goal they got I mean the boy the cracking goal but I thought there was no defending that young boy outside the box here the time the boy the defender get back he just shot his own nobody's ever going to save that goal but as I said I just hope now we can get settled down and uh, I knew we had to try and get away goal but we've still got about 45 minutes to go and I think if we start playing the way we can play there's a good chance we're going to get another goal With so much attention Mark nowadays given to what you do off the ball how much Let's take that question on a bit, a bit more detail That we asked Andy How much of this is down to Rangers Just being poor in possession Sloppy in possession And how much of it is as a result of a, a Pretty well organised and intense press That yeah, they're up against Yeah I, I think that's it um, Very impressive from Slavia Prague I mean if you're Stephen Gerrard You'll look at it from your point of view won't you And you want your team well, to be better on the ball Of course you will There has been instances where Rangers have had safe possession I think Hadji one time the first half slips And it, it trickles through But the ones that Slavia Prague have robbed off them Probably about 40 yards from Rangers goal Have been impressive That doesn't come from luck That comes from work on the training ground Known when to press as a unit Your back four coming up Your midfielders Nicking in and getting the ball And Slavia Prague You know created a few chances from Rangers You know slack in possession But you've got to give credit to, to the opposition In terms of Daz touching it How athletic and quick they are When they smell blood They pounce on Rangers Two and three players at a time It's not just ones and twos and Rangers have found it hard to play through that. And maybe you might see a different a different mm. style from Rangers in this second well, half in terms of going longer mm-hmm. instead of fishing balls into the midfield. Yeah, Andy, that's not something we've really seen from Rangers. But given the way this tie is balanced, might Rangers want to just sit in and, and try and kind of protect us and take something back to Ibrox? Well, I don't know. No, I don't. No, I don't think they should sit in because our team's going to come at us, and we know. We're good on the counter attack. Once we get, you know, the passes, the boys are saying that once we get the passes better and you know a wee bit more stability about the team. No, no, I would, uh, I wouldn't be sitting in because I think that team's too good. I think they would score. A, you know, no, we we don't want to be sitting in. We could just get them the counter attack again. As I said, hopefully Jerry will get them in half time and go right, boys. You got away with one there. Now let's see what you can do, and hopefully they do it. All right, big second forty-five coming up. Thank you to Andy, who's a Rangers fan. Let's bring in Thomas. Who's a Celtic fan on the line as well Thomas, what is on your mind tonight? Uh, it was just, uh, I heard uh, uh, Good evening uh, to the panel uh, mm-hmm. It was just, uh, I, I heard uh, Kind of talk about a director of football mm-hmm. And stuff But I, I, I kind of agree with that To a certain extent But I just think Celtic needs A, a really strong manager again I.e. You know, Brendan Rodgers you know, When Brendan Rodgers came into the club uh, he's a strong character And they got the club Going in the right way And then obviously It's no work to it For Neil Lennon And John Kennedy Etc You know uh, I just think That Celtic need A really strong character As a manager I think Maybe we do need A director of football Because It's no 
Celtic's that bigger club. You can't, you can't, you've got to kind of delegate and stuff. You know. Yeah. Different kind of, you know. I just. Is, car- like, is character then? Is that is that one of your main priorities? And I, I, I don't want to keep banging on about these comparisons, Thomas, but it's just because it's easy just now because Rangers have won the title and they're the other big team on our doorstep. So forgive me, but. Stephen Gerrard had never managed anyone before And I feel like a couple of years ago On this show people would have said No, no, you you need an experienced manager To go into the old firm But you actually think The character, the the, the type of person that they are Is is more important than some of the other factors We got got an experienced guy The character who who wanted to move the club forward Which he did do Because we won everything You know, under Brendan Rodgers And then all of a sudden it just went totally downhill under Neil Lennon. I, I've got, I'm no, I'm no, uh, and John Kennedy, I'm no, uh, I'm not getting any axe to grind. It's just, it's no work to under Neil Lennon this time, and John Kennedy and Gavin Strachan and all the rest. I just think Celtic is a club. We need a strong character to come in. Maybe we are director of football, uh, kind of uh, recommending players, but I, I just think we need somebody. To, to say, well, who's got the last say on the players, the type of player that comes into the club? Gordon, it's going to be fascinating because, mm-hmm. the, you know, managers do fall into so many different categories. Are you going to get that guy in who's a huge character, maybe, you know, big reputation, or is it going to be a quieter, more meticulous coach that maybe we've never heard his name at the moment because. <laughs> because it's so early It's anybody's guess It doesn't really matter It's someone that's going to come in And take the club in the right direction Gordon Because it's a big job um, I know Thomas I know what he's saying there Because you can look back at Brendan Rodgers Strong character He keeps using the word strong character I think Neil Lennon's got a strong character Mark will tell you Better He worked under him But it True. didn't work for him um, Brendan Rodgers was an experienced manager Very successful When he came into Celtic On the other hand Stephen Gerrard as an office and under 18 he would get getting called doing very very well so uh, uh, you know it'll be interesting to see what type Celtic go for but the one thing is it's now gone from what you would probably call a, a, a reasonably easy job after Brendan Rodgers because they had the winning mentality they had the setup, they had the structure everything was there it was just a case of ticking it along to the fact now that it's sort of a falling apart and it needs rebuilt. So whoever comes in knows they've got a big, big job ahead. Yeah, they have. And as said, it'll be interesting to see what route they get in. Will they go for an attractive younger manager with less experience or will they go for a name? I think there is merit in an actual name coming in that the players sit in that dressing room on the first day Awaiting the door opening mm-hmm. And a big name coming in I think you get more a chance I'm talking from a, a player's point of view a More of a chance Of your things to work in the training ground Because you've already got that respect Let's take Stephen Gerrard for example Players may have not liked his training Or I, I don't actually know I'm just you know saying this May have not liked his training They would have gave him a chance Because he's Stephen Gerrard If it's a younger coach Maybe not Ronnie Dyer Remember Came in he, there was infighting right away from some of the bigger names, maybe because he was a lesser known name. I don't know if you get that, if you get a big figure in the door on day one. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish Sun.co.uk slash football.
Good man Thomas, good to speak to you this evening It's now time for Beat the Pundit Your chance to win a signed ball And it's always good fun on a Thursday night Whoever is in the hot seat, whether it's Mark or Gordon The other one will be delighted if you can come on And uh, get a victory this evening That is a guarantee 01419511025 That's the number you need And you need to call before 7 o'clock That's when the lines close Your chance to Beat the Pundit is next Tackle the headlines 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Second half just getting underway in Prague Slavia Prague 1 Rangers 1 No changes for Rangers at the break Let's see what the next 45 minutes or so has in store Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson are here um, I've just received a brilliant tweet about what Gordon Diel apparently has been up to today What's I'm it, looking forward what's to that so we'll, to? Do that. we'll do this first I'll tell you about it next Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online thescottishsun.co.uk slash football Right, Thursday night's Beat the Pundit One of the highlights of the week And already your old pal Black Arthur He was right on the money tonight he, Quick as a flash in With the updated league table Come on. Gordon DL with his 64% win record in 2021 And Mark Wilson with his 50% win record oh. Not great <laughs> Not great at all Let's bring in tonight's contestant Who is James in Kings Park How's it going James? I'm um, good Gordon, yourself? Good thank you, you feeling confident? I a bit more so than I did the last time I played Oh so. you played before have you? And I got beat off Wilson Oh jeez <laughs> oh, Round two James coming up Revenge yeah, I... Revenge is on the card right Well it might not be Mark Heads it will be Gordon Deal And Tails it will be uh, Mark Wilson So we're changing it round tonight In fact because you're standing in a different place So you know This is confusing me quite Okay I've only just realised though uh, And it's Heads So it's Gordon Deal this time Up against James in Kings Park Gordon how are you feeling? Are you confident? 64% yeah, I'm a good run. I'm away from home tonight because I'm in the cupboard. So you are four out of your last four, though. Yeah, I think so. That yeah, you're on an upwards trajectory. Let's see what you've got tonight. So I will make Gordon Deal disappear just like that. Make sure he can't hear us, James. Thirty seconds going on the clock. You're head to head with Gordon, and you can pass. That is the key. If you don't know it, just pass quickly and get through as many questions as you can. Okay. Yep. Good man. We'll put thirty seconds on the clock. Make sure I've got the right questions, and your time starts. Mark Wilson, what are you waving at? I thought there was a goal or something. Sorry, no. No, right, no, right, okay, we're fine. Your time starts now. Who was appointed Morton manager yesterday? Chris McPherson. Which Polish side featured in Rangers Europa League group earlier this season? Pass. Which Swiss club shared their name with an insect? Sion. Which Scottish League 2 side currently play at Ainsley Park? Pass. Name any team that Anthony Ralston's been out on loan with. Uh, In what country is the Super Classical played? Belgium What is the only SPFL team to begin with the letter I? Inverness Okay Good shoot on that last one Right let's bring <laughs> um, Gordon DL back Mark Wilson before we go any further How much are you looking forward to hearing some of Gordon DL's guesses on this? Do you know, do you know <laughs> I was I was watching them through <laughs> the mirror the, Well the window saw the mirror And he's Killing himself laughing So there's a few dodgy ones in there for DL I think tonight Well let's see how we get on right. You ready? Go 30 seconds on the clock Your time starts now Who was appointed the Morton manager yesterday? Gus McPherson Which Polish side featured in Rangers Europa League group earlier this season? Oh past don't know Which Swiss club share their name with an insect? B <laughs> Which Scottish <laughs> League 2 side currently play at Ainsley Park? 
Still in Albion Name any team that Anthony Ralston has been out on loan with Dundee United In which country is the Super Classical played? Argentina <laughs> What is the only SPFL team to begin with the letter I quickly? Inverness Okay, okay, okay James, how do you think that went? Angus, going to hang on now from the Anthony Ralston question. Let's find out. Let's go through them all. Who was the Mort- appointed Morton manager? Old pal of the show, Gus McPherson. Good to see him back in the game. Former St Mirren manager, though. Is that, Ooh, is that controversial? Yeah. We'll need to see how George Bowie feels about it all. Um, one all, which Polish side featured in Rangers Can't Europa League group, Mark? Can you remember? Uh, it was Legia mm. No, no, sorry Lech Poznan, Lech Poznan. Ah! None of you got it right uh, I knew this one would be good Which Swiss club <laughs> shared the name with an insight? <laughs> B I, I, so His think, answer was worse than yours though Yeah, you he said Sion James said Sion When was the last time you seen a big Sion? <laughs> Buzzing a bit Never heard of an insect A Sion no, no, I, don't, I actually don't know what's worse Because at least James has named a Swiss team you know, oh right, I sort of misunderstood. I thought it was just an insect that was associated with a club. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, like that an, an owl, like Sheffield Wednesday, an owl in their badge. No, I said which Swiss club shares their name. Oh right, my apologies. And you said B. I was still when they got it. As if there was a team called B. B. Bernen. Bernen. It's grasshopper. It's easy when you know the answer Exactly Which League 2 sides play Ainsley Park Mark Wilson You're joking me <laughs> I know I've been there But I can't remember <laughs> Former League 2 manager You probably lost here Who, who is it? Edinburgh City Oh I without oh. a doubt Took a beating there oh, For goodness sake what no, I think, I think, no I think I'd ruin 0-0 actually I feel better now Right, it's still one all, Not a classic Name any team that Anthony Ralston Has been on loan with You had the choice of St Johnson Queen's Park Dundee United And that's it I'm afraid James He's not been to Motherwell So Gordon DL moves oh, in front no, not been to Motherwell no. In which country is the Super Classical played? It is Argentina Have we had that question before? No Because there's no way you'd have known that No, no. think about it right I had no idea And because Argentina Remember the player I, I, Motherwell player Oh, Beth Spugabi. Aye, so I just went Argentina. So you didn't know that? That was I a guess. I had no idea of so that. So you managed to, out of all the countries in the world, uh, yeah, you I, guessed I it actually, right. Do you know something? It's worked brilliant for me because I thought I was trying to be smart. We go on Argentina. So I apologise. There's no way you've just guessed that. I swear. <laughs> I, I, James's I, guess was a good tune. What did he say? Belgium This <laughs> <laughs> is good as any Tell James, tell James to go and get a Jaffa uh, cake A cup of tea And which is the only SPFL side to begin with the letter I It's Inverness You both got it So James I think that was Two oh. for you Was it? And I think Gordon DL Four Got four So oh. James He's done you I'm afraid That was worse than the last time no, he's getting worse James, 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 James getting phone in a Monday With you and Alex <laughs> try, try a Sunday Keep phoning Just let, just let it ring out Get the chart show James Third time lucky Will you give it a, another go sometime? Uh, I'm going to leave it That was James uh, In Kings Park Hold on I'm not If I was you Even though that was a 4-2 victory care. B <laughs> B I, 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 I totally misunderstood the question But listen Black Arthur over in Spain Listening Get my percentage up B Honestly, I, I, I am climbing of... this table I'm, I'm going to probably win this By the end of the season uh, Guidi and Halliday Both on 100% Still I've at the top I've played 4 games 5 5 yep, I've played 15 Absolutely flying Try so. 15 Consistency is everything in this game um, Still <laughs> <laughs> 
For the sixth, the whole team talk for the consistency. Six, the <laughs> for the sixth week in a row, I'm going to have to explain to him how percentages. I, I don't care. They are I, consistent. No, they're not. They play less games. <sighs> right, stop it. I'll take too long. Slavia Prague one, Rangers one. Anything different, Mark, in the second half? Anything worth worth noting? Morelos has just gone down under a heavy challenge, and it's resulted in a booking for his opposite number. Yeah, um, Steve Davis had one similar, but I did think Steve Davis won the ball. To be fair, and but what I was waving my arms at just before beat the pundit is Morelos. Rangers actually worked on a good area in the wide area. Morelos gets his body in. I thought he was fouled from one player. Then I thought he was barged over by another. And the referee took the opinion that the referee did at Livingston a couple of weeks ago and thought Morelos went down too easy, gave the free kick the other way. So I think Rangers have been slightly better, but just need to be careful because this team are dangerous on the break. Uh, right, 01419511025. That's the number you need. You can tweet at Clyde SSB. And I've received a tweet from Stephen, right? Now, this, this might not be true, Gordon. So stop me because I don't want to slander you. That's the last mm. thing I want. So Stephen says. Hi guys, I think I saw the Dazzler today He says, I was at my local dump slash recycling centre <laughs> And saw somebody in a skip <laughs> breaking through it Could this be you so far? Uh, I go on <laughs> and, he, and he says, I saw the Dazzler throw his hoover yeah, yeah. into the wrong Skip Oh I don't like that And he, he then Got a bit of a mouthful From <laughs> the start <laughs> Is this true? Uh, yeah Yeah yeah. I've got to You threw a hoover Right with a hoover. Uh, uh, well, Vacuum well, cleaner well, It's obviously not working What do you think So with it? Um, yeah I got involved In a lot of um, <laughs> Discussion Heated Heated yeah there's a few sweary words involved there. I was in I was in the wrong to start as per normal. And the person that was involved told, told me. Told you in no uncertain yeah, terms. And then I told him in no uncertain terms where where I think he should stick it, the Hoover. Um <laughs> so, <laughs> don't want to mess with you guys at the, no, at I was, the dump. Don't get me wrong, I was in my car with the window doing shouting. So let me get this straight then. which um, which part of the dump did you did you put the Hoover in? Cardboard only. I did, no, <laughs> no, just one of the big skips. Um, household compliances. And, it, and, it, and compliances. I think we've been talking compliance officers too much on our show. That'll be appliances. Appliances. What did I say? Compliances. Appliances. I think a, so, a Hoover is a household appliance. So for you, me. you've chucked it in with the fridges, and it should have been in with the electricals or something. You've got. Uh, yeah. You've well, started a fight. In your I local was told dump. it should have been in with the electricals. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but I, do you know? I, but I you actually, must have caused quite a scene because we've I'd, had the tweet I, in there. I, I did cause a bit of a scene. I've got to say, but in fairness to myself. <laughs> I was so glad that another lad come over. You know how they've all got to get their nib in. Um, another one come over. Oh, right, okay. And he started having, and I says, look, I know I'm in the wrong. If I could do anything, I would gladly jump in, get it out and put it in where it belongs. <laughs> I, I was so I was so delighted. <laughs> he didn't go, on you go then, son. Fire I mean, he would have been given it. Do you know who I am? I'm, I'm, I'm never. 100%. Yeah, I have, one's Gordon DL. I have never said that. I'll chuck this wherever I want to. Mm. That's not what I do. I respect people that work very hard for a mm. living. I try to help them out as much as I can. I, I, listen, I apologise right away. The hand went up I was offside I'm sorry I put it in the wrong place 
How many times has that happened to you in your lifetime? You've put it in the wrong place. We've all been there. Right, you're turning your mic off. You're skating on thin ice. Uh, 01419511025. That is the number you need. Let's bring in Davy in Pollock. What's your point, Davy? It doesn't need to be about Hoover's or recycling centres. I would prefer if it was about football. On you go. Uh, yeah, evening, everybody. Hello. Uh, I would just like to find out what, what your opinion is. Uh, with Greg Stewart and uh, Jordan Jones. I was watching Jordan Jones a couple of times on uh, on my phone, and he looks really, really back to sharpness down there, mm-hmm. down in England. And watching uh, Greg Stewart going on at the weekend, okay, only got maybe 12, 14 minutes. But I thought in that 14 minutes, he was absolutely fantastic. What's your opinion? Do you think there's still a, a place at Ibrox for you to? Gordon? Uh, no, I don't. Um, I just think that... Um, Greg Stewart, I think if there was a place, I think you'd have had more game time. Jordan Jones is out. Now, sometimes you go out and loan, you go to, you know, down to England, different club, different way of working, and it works for you. You know, you fit into a team pattern that suits you. Uh, but he's not had the best Rangers career, and I think that the way Rangers are going, now he wouldn't get in the starting lineup. Greg Jones is the same, obviously, shown here. Who's Greg Jones? Greg, Greg, Greg Stewart I'm all over the place here. Thinking Hoovers. I'm thinking Hoovers Greg Stewart But And you look in the summer Obviously Rangers are going to strengthen again Gordon So They will need to Make room For other players to come in Probably better quality So No I don't think They've got a future But Football turns very quickly mm. You think that Someone's out the door and then all of a sudden something just happens an injury they get an opportunity and they can change the manager's mind so it's up to the players to do that the best example we've had in Scotland in recent seasons Mark of players who are out on loan and you might think it's their time coming to an end is Ryan Christie yeah. it's, a, it's a great example you know everyone thought he was going to leave Celtic comes back becomes one of the main players these guys are in different situations the ones that Davey mentioned so Greg Stewart is there and not really featuring but Jordan Jones though he's gone to Sunderland and in the last couple of games, Davies Wright, he scored a, a brilliant long-range strike, I think it was, against Crewe. And then at the weekend there against Portsmouth, I don't know if you've seen it, really tight angle, chipped the goalkeeper, a, a really brilliant finish. So uh, maybe in, in his who's more likely then to, to have a future in your mind? Because they are in different places. Yeah. One's on the um, one's still there. Maybe well, Jordan, listen, if you're Jordan Jones and you're playing every week and you're impressing every week, you would... I would tend to go on the side of you've went out and you're playing at a good level. Greg Stewart, unfortunately, is playing second or third fiddle to the guys in front of him, getting limited game time. The thing is with John Jones, I think he has got ability. He's got outstanding pace and, you know, he was brilliant for Kelly and I think he's burnt his bridges a bit with Steven Gerrard uh, and getting him out the club alone was just a way of, of getting him out his training plans for day in, day out and I can't see him making his way back in. Um, I think Scott Wright coming in as well has mm. pushed, you know, these two down, further down the pecking order. And I'm with us. I think Rangers will add one or two players in this area in the summer as well. What do you make of that side of it for for Jordan Jones, Davy? There was obviously the the red card against Celtic, which Stephen Gerrard wasn't happy with, uh, and then the COVID breach. Can he come back from both of them? Yeah, well, I, well, I, I read a comment that he'd made on social media, and he was he stated that. Stephen Gerrard had a word with him before he went and he told him that he'd be keeping his eye on him and if he sees a vast improvement on him uh, then he would he would be interested in keeping him at Ibrox 
So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm just, I'm just looking. I'm, I just think, as I think it was Market said there, his pace is unbelievable. And some of the, the games that Rangers play at this minute in time, they're shouting out for somebody who's very, mm-hmm. very quick to, to hit in the break. Do you think the signing, uh, David, do you think the signing of Scott Wright, Mark just re- referenced it, does that, does that at least mean that one of these guys is really going to struggle for, for a place next season at the club? Well, well, I think if you look at Mark Wright, I think he's going to be a fantastic player for Rangers. But I, I read another thing on social media was that he put on four kilos since he went to Ibrox. And, and Gerard sees him as a project for maybe late next season, middle of next season. To get him built up the same as like Sikatics has done yeah. when he's been injured and build his physique up. If anything right lacks, in my opinion, is he's, he's like Hadji. Hadji's a phenomenal mm. talent. But in my opinion, also in my opinion, he's too light. Mm. And I think if Hadji goes in and starts to build his physique up, then he'll become a different quality player altogether. He'll be stronger, more physical. And that's the only thing that I think Hadji. And right whack at this minute yeah. time And when that comes good Rangers have got two really good pieces of talent on their hand Funnily enough If there are any um, experts in this field out there Do get in touch Because far be it from me to question Stephen Gerrard He knows his stuff And I clearly don't But I must admit Mark When I saw those comments That Scott Wright's pa- apparently put on Four kilos of lean muscle In a month From my admittedly limited knowledge mm. of these things That seems like an Unbelievable effort I, Yeah I didn't really think That was possible Wilson, in four Wilson's months. put four kilos Of fat on exactly, in two months Exactly different though Because you're sitting your You're carrying four eight. kilos In that nose So <laughs> don't <laughs> you start <laughs> But Is that your best comeback? Well your nose is Huge It does look heavy But uh, Listen I can always speak From personal experience When I went from Dundee United mm-hmm. To Celtic The emphasis On You know Physique Body shape Strength Power Compared to what it was at United I'm not having a go at Dundee United But it was so different And they had you in the gym from day one Because they knew the challenges coming up Not domestically It's more European football mm. When you come up against Ryan these guys Christie was a perfect example Because yeah. everyone noticed right away uh, After the Brendan Rodgers And you know his physique and his strength and his power And it worked perfectly for him So um, I'm not surprised uh, I'm not um, and That's I, some, That is some going Four, four kilos of, of lean muscle mm. in four weeks in a month Is some going Well I'll take your word for it I've yeah, never, I mean because you've had the hip injury So you're, you've been a bit uh, No I'm, I'm doing my 30 seconds on 10 seconds off <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know, I don't, I don't that. know what that is yeah. My, my yeah. weights, my 30 seconds oh, on Yeah I'm doing, oh, my work, I'm doing my workouts Don't you worry about that I'll be back in shape soon um, Still Slavia Prague 1, Rangers 1 Mark Rangers have just gone extremely close to taking the lead um, With a poor finish from Ryan Kent If that makes any sense It was, he didn't quite catch it right But, but that it, almost caught the goalkeeper it, it, out He caught the goalkeeper out It comes into the box He's probably about 12 yards out He hits it into the ground I'm an expert at that myself, Gordon mm-hmm. oh, And the goalkeeper You've got to say the goalkeeper makes an outstanding save Because it was just dipping under the bar Got to say Rangers on this left-hand side In the past 10-15 minutes Have been brilliant Barisic Showing, um, you know, unbelievable attacking intent Got a good few balls into the box And he's got an opportunity here To whip in another set piece Where they got the goal from in the first half So I think Stephen Gerrard will be happy With how this second half is going so far uh, I'd like to think that the tweets were flying in About, you know, really in-depth football discussion But most of them are just about your 
Hoover Scorn um, no. I mean PGCFC <laughs> says It deeply upsets me That I just laughed at a joke By Gordon DL On Clyde SSB I feel dirty now We've all been there He has his moment uh, Ellis is, de- is delighted at Having discovered the phrase Household compliance He's yeah, absolutely applying, delighted with that mm-hmm. um, And people are now actually Just getting in touch to, to recommend what type of vacuum You should get Joyful says that you need a shark I've got one of those uh, Other vacuums are yeah. available So have I by the way but Are they good? Producer Callum's panicking here In case we're endorsing One vacuum cleaning company over another too much but um but yeah I, joyful joyful are we here doing me what was going to say gordon i've got to say rangers should be 2-1 up yeah uh goldson should put the ball in the back and out what an opportunity that is rangers are really putting the the pressure on uh prague here they're they're looking for this goal it's rolls reversed us yeah for the first half it's, oh it's incredible yeah the, rangers pressing high winning the ball back does right goldson should score what a ball in it was free header just takes his eye off it. Thank you to Davey 01419511025. More of your calls, and we will take a full time teaser next. Taking your calls on Scottish football 01419511025. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Gordon DL and Mark Wilson are here as always on a Thursday night. Europa League action well underway. 71 and a half minutes gone. Slavia Prague 1. Rangers won How's it looking Gordon? Uh, very open now uh, Both teams uh, feel they can get that second goal I think that second goal will be important Especially for Rangers um, So I think it's a very open game If I was Steven Gerrard just now And I know it's not his way But 1-1 Get out of there And take your chances at Ibrox All day for me You think there's a winner in this for Rangers though Mark? I do, I think when you go in the last 10 minutes I think if, if you're Steven Gerrard You've limited Slavia to very few chances this second half And you've had two great chances yourself Daz is right, it's very open Pace Rangers have in their side Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised, put it that way If Rangers nicked mm. another here Having said that, as much as Rangers have enjoyed Sort of, you know, whether it be territory, possession Some momentum, Gordon It took an excellent goal line clearance to keep them at level just a moment or two ago from a set piece Yeah they switched off at set piece, uh, piece Gordon um, And that's uh, the value of having someone on the, 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 the post Jumping back onto the post So uh, it was good defending um, But it's a very a very open second half You know people would think that you know The away side usually gets back in 1-1 one, one half time Right okay we'll be happy with what we've got But Rangers don't seem to do that in Europe They seem to believe that they can go and score the the, the second goal that would probably give them a massive advantage at Ibrox but they've just got to be careful because mm. this team has got a bit of quality in it um, Right, here's your teaser tonight The Pony has sent it in mm. He's a good man, The Pony Turns out a lot of these questions If you want to get your question on the show if you think you've, you've got what it takes to catch the pundits out fulltime at Clyde1.com That is where to send it fulltime at Clyde1.com Derek McInnes spent one season with Toulouse in the French top flight in 99-2000 Other than him Can you name eight men to have managed In the Scottish top flight And have played in the French top flight So apart from Derek McInnes Can you name eight men who've managed In Scotland's top flight And have played in the French top flight Paul Gwen. Yes That's right uh, Sorry what, what did you say there? I said that's the one right. I had down Um Managed in Scottish top flight And played in the French mm. 
<laughs> Rangers are in here Joe Rebos oh, oh. Just can't quite find Morelos at the back post. Could Rebo have taken The shot on himself I'm or? amazed He didn't take the shot On himself I think the goal opened up It was at an angle Probably about 7-8 yards out I think he's got to Put his laces through that There, he, he tries to Pick the pass out At the back post But there's too many bodies In between him and Morelos He's definitely Should have shot for me there What a chance Daz I was killing time there With that that an- uh, <laughs> analysis to uh, you yeah, came up uh, with a keep, name. Keep talking, just doing a commentary. <laughs> I, I'm trying to come up with something. I'm, sh- I, I'm going down the road of. I think. Kilmarnock. Wayne Brady. No. Mm. You're thinking who? Kilmarnock. Yeah. Did you say that? They get a big French connection. Yeah. Do they? Okay. Mm-hmm. Alessio. No. No. <sighs> Is there uh, recent ones on there? Um. Recently, did, did what recently? Managed recently um, Stendhal No No Stendhal Great effort I'm going to just go with foreign managers um, None at Motherwell Are they? Did Ian Barraclough ever play for PSG? No No he no, didn't I don't think no. so no, You're right No Steve Robinson Right okay we'll leave it there You can help them out on Twitter <laughs> Can you name Other than Derek McInnes The eight men who've managed In the Scottish top flight And played in the French top flight Oh John Collins Yes Yes Monaco well Monaco Was Pat Alain in one? Who texted you that? I swear I've not had a text Mixed with Pat Alain in playing the French no league? There is no way he's There is no Go, I, I just come up with four managers So who's he, who did they play for I in have France? no idea And I'm going to tell you now On Olivia I am telling you I've not touched my phone I just come up with that Right okay Tell me it's right Yeah it's right oh, What a shout does Thank you mate I don't doubt you Right okay You can get in touch on the phones 01419511025 Or on Twitter um, Mark Sloan's got a question for you Mark Wilson He's attached a clip of you Essentially being Ambushed by Coolio At Celtic Park Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah. uh, and he just says can, yeah, you, can, can, you, can you please ask Mark Wilson If he has any recollection Of this incident Rabbit in the headlight stuff And I'm so delighted He sent the clip You're doing a bit of TV work Coolio appears Celtic scarf around him Shakes your hand You are looking at him as if Who are you? Talk me through this Oh it was a, a surreal day <laughs> it, You know Just given Analysis there, Analysis at half time And Coolio just appears from nowhere and jumps in and start, starts saying, oh, I love Celtic and all this. And I'm thinking, I mean, not so long ago I was playing on the pitch here and yet I'm being ambushed by some 90s rap star who's went out of fashion. It was weird. I did like his song back in the 90s. Gordon, do you know what? I'll send you the video. The only way I can describe Mark Wilson's face is it's the most uncomfortable handshake I've seen since he appeared in the menu for the Bombay Dream. <laughs> It's a very similar look Where he's like Kind of like Wide-eyed Like what's going on here And shaking hands It's quite similar And there wasn't any prep work There wasn't any He's cut, He'll be there He's coming on Did they for know a, who you were? Of course He's a big Celtic fan As he said I'm yeah, sure that's he's what up I'm to saying. date With Celtic yesterday Do they know who you were? <laughs> there was an old guy At the dump Who made the wee guys Take the hump He tossed his old hoover Then one swift manoeuvre He bolted like Young Forest Gump <laughs> <laughs> Says Curious Creatures Obviously Brilliant. I wasn't going to try and pass that one off as my own There we go uh, um, Do you know what? Usually I read them first to to make sure they're for a family audience And I didn't that time And I'm, I'm glad we made it through <laughs> to the end um, Frank Sozi Sorry? 
Frank's Rosie. Uh, Hibs. Was he at the dump? Uh, Hibs. <laughs> oh, yeah, Frank's Rosie. Hibs, yeah. manager. Yeah. Right, leave it there, that's fine. All right. Sorry, just in case he went out my head there. This is this could be two nights in a row. Last night, the, the three of them, because we had Scott Allen in with Andy Halliday and, and Mark Weedy. Um, and great to hear Scott back fighting fit, by the way. If you missed it, go and check out the podcast. Very open, very brave, speaking about his recent um, heart problem that, that he felt could have ended his career. Um, but great to see him back in amongst it for Hibs. So check that out in the podcast. Uh, they had the teaser wrapped up by about quarter to eight. And you Is know, he usually yeah. needs a bit of suspense at the end of the show. Matt McGee never played in France, no, did he? I told you, just leave it there. You've got four already. I, I've, I think I've got another one. We'll get another four. Um, I don't four. Rangers on the attack at the moment. Sustained pressure, but nothing doing. Still Slavia Prague one, Rangers one. Let's speak to Aidan, who's a Celtic fan from Greenock. How are you doing tonight, Aidan? Are you well? I am alright, how are you? Yeah, not bad at all, Aidan. It's about a, a quiet midweek, no no fixtures. The league, unfortunately, for your side, as you know, um, over at the weekend. What what are you thinking now then about what's next and, and managerial appointments and so on? I don't know, we need a good overhaul, but like, we've got five or six players leaving. You've got a year alone, he's going back. Mm-hmm. John Kennedy, I don't think he's one for the job. Mm. I don't see it happening. But yeah. I say we need like, a good appointment like Brendan Rodgers coming in. So that, that level again, you mean one that really gets yeah, everyone excited? Yeah, Rangers are going strength for strength, they're going for past years since mm. they got Gerard in. Yeah. But I think we should just get an appointment like Rodgers and Bowen back at the park. Yeah, I mean, I suppose that that's easier said than done, Mark. Um, yeah, it's it's where you get that. I remember when Brendan Rodgers' name was being touted for the Celtic job. I, I stood in here, we discussed it. I didn't think it was possible because bear in mind, only a couple of years before, you know, he almost won the Premier League with Liverpool. His stock yeah. was still quite high, and Celtic pushed the boat out. I don't know a name that's out there that would excite everyone. I, I think everybody brought bought into Brendan Rodgers. Us on the show. Newspaper journalists, fans, and supporters, and players, uh, fans and supporters, and players all bought into mm-hmm. it, and it worked. But I don't know if there's a standout name like that that you would go Hollywood signing for the fans, for the players with command respect and knows his stuff, plays nice football. Is there anyone out there like that? Martinez would he be the closest to it? But of course, Martinez isn't out a job. Um, Eddie he's got Howes. a big job in the summer. Eddie Howes, but there. Are, a lot of Celtic fans like the sound of Eddie Howe And he ticks a lot of boxes A lot of Celtic fans also say about Eddie Howe That he's maybe inexperienced He couldn't manage big names Would he handle the pressure of being in Glasgow? Remember Bournemouth and Burnley You know, they've not got the supporter base And you aren't under that scrutiny That you would be every yeah. single day of the week at Celtic But he is a very good coach And a lot of fans would like mm. to see style of football I don't know, it is up in the air It's a Terribly hard job for the Celtic hierarchy just now To pick somebody who will please everyone um, Joe Rebo off, Kamar Roof on with 10 minutes to go Aidan says he thinks it will be a, a big overhaul Gordon mm-hmm. And loan players are going back I keep hearing two sides of that And you hear some people um, I think it was it Gary Caldwell was on the phone to us a couple of weeks ago I think maybe John Kennedy said something similar That they don't think it is actually that big an overhaul that's needed Now when people say Celtic Need a big overhaul. That that is not necessarily people saying that oh, you know they're terrible. They're, they're miles behind Rangers. It, it, is it not just a pure numbers game? Because let's go through the team from from the last the last couple of games. Say Scott Bain w- will not be the number one Celtic keeper no. next season, will he? And I don't think no. that's unfair. And, ne- and neither will Bill Barkas, will he? No. Right. Okay. John Joe Kenny plays right back. He's gone. He's yes. gone. Yeah. 
uh, Diego Laxalt has been playing left back He's going yeah. You need a back four Right Well um, Matt will like Greg Taylor But I think can, if you're going to What percentage would you put on The likelihood of Christopher Iyer Being a Celtic <laughs> player next season? Um, well I think he's his desires to probably go and play elsewhere, whether he gets he gets that or not, whether Celtic mm. agree to that. But I don't expect him to be there. I think mm. you're looking at a full back four so plus Shane, a goalkeeper. Shane Duffy's gone back. Yeah, that's right. what I'm saying. So four and a goalkeeper right away. Uh Rangers some great defending to keep it level. Um Mark, does any Celtic fan really think Odson Edward will be there next season? I don't think so. No. I think running into <laughs> the last year he's contract. Now's the time. El Yunusi goes back. Yeah. Scott Brown is out of contract, is he? Out and of he's contract. now well into, Up his, in air. Well, yeah. in, well into his mid 30s. So. You're going to have to Callum McGregor, David Turnbull. There's always, an, there's always a, a feeling, whether it's right or not, that Ryan Christie's might mm, want to look elsewhere. Question marks again, yeah. I mean, even, even if those marginal ones do go in Celtic's favour, then, okay, say Ryan Christie stays and. Callum McGregor stays That still sounds like A lot of numbers To, to make up Of course it is It's a huge rebuild Plus I, I a manager Director uh, yeah. football Chief exec <laughs> I listened to Gary um, When he was on And I've heard John's comments And It's no slant In the club, club Saying that you need a rebuild It's came to the time Where <laughs> players contracts Have ran down Players want to play elsewhere And like you say You've got the staff Issue There is a huge Investment needed in the staff at the club and the structure, so it's going to be a big um, three or four months for Celtic. And if you want a Brendan Rodgers type that size of name, do you have one? Do you have a suggestion that you think is realistic? I think I think Eddie Hall, but then again, he got homesick away from Bournemouth. So now and again, I heard he's talking about the pressure. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I'm not sure if he'd handle it, but his Bournemouth teams did play nice football. He got them up through other leagues in England. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, Gordon, you talk about the pressure. I'm not sure there are many jobs in football which which would actually prepare you for the Goldfish Bowl here, because even the, even some of the big clubs in England they don't have the you must win every week that that we do. Yeah, um, Eddie Howe's name's getting branded about simply because he's out of a job. Um, is he a good coach? Is he a good manager? Um, I've heard good things about him, Gordon. Um, obviously, he's done well in the English Premiership um, up until this year. Um, but I'll be interested to see if Celtic go down that road. Uh, you talk about the Brendan Rodgerses. Celtic were very lucky. The timing was right with Brendan Rodgers. Um, Mark's, Mark was right there about, you know, he was not that far away from winning the league with Liverpool. He was out of a job. It was a stepping stone, let's be honest. And uh, it benefited Celtic and Brendan Rodgers mm-hmm. And he got his move back down to Leicester So, uh, you know, just plucking names out there And it's going to be And I totally agree with Mark I don't know how anybody can't look at Celtic Their team just now and say That is not a massive rebuilding job Aidan, that was nice to speak to you That was Aidan and Greenock Thank you for taking the time tonight Still Slavia, Prague 1, Rangers 1 A few moments ago, Mark When I said that it was good defending it's worth revisiting because you you know fine well right backs union it's the guys at the yeah. other end that, that get all the glory but that was an outstanding block from Nathan Patterson yeah I thought it was a certain goal for Slavia Prague it breaks to about 12 yards out just left of the penalty spot looks like the Slavia Prague player is just going to put his foot through it and put him ahead Nathan Patterson slides in what a challenge and he just had you know another uh, impressive defensive tackle there to, to stop the, the winger going by him so very good performance from the young right back this has been a real Good test for him 
Gordon, his opposite number at one point is extremely quick and did do him for pace. But on the other occasions, he's he's defended well. He's got forward well, and of course, at a time when most people assume there is a domestic ban coming around the corner, mm-hmm. so we might not see him in too many more Premiership games. But how good a test is this for him? It was a very good test. I thought that he settled into the game, Gordon. Uh, the start of the game, he looked a bit edgy they were they were sort of uh, targeting down that side the goal came from there but we don't give him any blame because it's a terrific goal but he settled in really really well he's a good player he's a good talent and a lad um, there's no doubt in that um, it'll just be interesting to see where his career goes especially next year if Tavernier's there because Tavernier is the, the number one right back he's a captain and rightly so with his performances this season um, but I'm sure that Patterson will be looking for as much game time as he possibly can get Right, 0141 There is still time, we're in the closing stages You Rangers fans, uh, you might well be behind the couch But if you can bear to drag yourself out, give us a call We are on Twitter as well at Clyde SSB I'll take one more guess on the teaser Other than Derek McInnes, eight men have managed in Scotland's top flight But have played in the French top flight John Collins, Paul Le Guin, Frank Sozzi, Mixupatalainen I know someone that's played But I don't know if he I know he's been an assistant manager Eric Black played in France Yes he did Alright 5 down 3 to go We'll get them next Number 1 for football In Glasgow and the West 0141-951-1025 Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon DL Are here into the final part Of tonight's show And into the final couple of minutes Of this game in Prague Three minutes added on It's Slavia Prague 1 Rangers 1 However, Mark Wilson, try and explain how Rangers are not behind at the moment. It is an incredible save from Alan McGregor. One of the best you will see. A corner kick into the box, probably about seven yards out. Great header from the Slavia Prague player. Into the bottom left-hand corner, bouncing. It's actually behind McGregor and he's managed to get his left hand down and save and hold on to it. Unbelievable save Gordon It's a bit of a recurring theme But just in case people think That that we're going overboard here How good a save was that? That's sensational Gordon uh, I'm watching it I'm thinking They've lost a goal They've lost it from a set play And Mark's right The ball's actually behind him And he still manages to save it I've got to say That is one of the best saves I've seen this season I mean he's no had a doubt. few He had Lee Griffiths onto the post that Yeah I, um, That's better for me yeah, I mean he has. He's had a incredible. Few, he? I mean, we're in the break, and I I shouted go because I actually think it's it's past him. But how he's how he's managed to save it, but then hold on to it because there's other players coming in for the fall. It holds on to it. It's outstanding. We see reruns again. You know, it's a good save when the it's the bad. television company keeps showing it again and again. It is unbelievable. And the beauty of it is because there's goal line technology in this game, Gordon. They're also showing that you know the little diagram which shows you if it was over the line. How he has stopped that That is that is It's up there That's as good a save as you'll see isn't it Am yeah, I, being, am I yeah. being over the top No no Not at all You've got to give credit Where credit's due Gordon That is a world class save for me That ball is in By him It's going in the back end eh? 2-1 And f- somehow he manages To save that And Mark's right He holds on to it as well Let's bring in John Who's a Rangers fan In Qatar is that near the United States of Arab, Gordon? That's your expertise? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's just round the corner. Brilliant. John, how are you? Thanks for joining us. 
I'm fine, thank you. How are you doing, boys? All good, thanks. All good. What's your point tonight? <laughs> yeah, um, no, I'm just... Uh, the, the, um, I'm over the moon that Rangers have won the league, obviously. Um, but I just... You know, I, I listen to I listen to your show all the time. It, it, it's fantastic. I really enjoy it. But I think that European football for Rangers and Celtic is the probably the most important thing now. I mean, it's great that we win, you know, our our, um, our league. And but when I, I go to all these supporters clubs around the Gulf Coast countries, and I've been in Asia and all the rest of it, and they're, you know, Liverpool uh, supporters club in like Jakarta is you know, thousands of people there, and. All the Rangers and Celtic supporters clubs around the world are just, uh, they're full of um, um, expatriated Scotsmen. Yep. So we need to have a run in Europe. We need to start really getting, a, you know, great runs in these competitions in order to make, uh, in order to make the money, in order to make our uh, appeal worldwide. worldwide. Mm-hmm. And, and I just, you know, I just wanted to try and, you know, as someone who's seen these uh, clubs throughout sure. the world, just to make that point. Yeah, well, full time. So good, good point. Good time to make it. Slavia Prague won. Rangers won. So Rangers have that away goal. I guess that puts them in the driving seat for the the second leg marginally. Um, yeah, Gordon John's point is a fair one. Scotland are eleventh in the coefficient table. Mm-hmm. We know the rise has been brilliant over the last couple of seasons. It's got us the two Champions League places for the end of for the end of this season. We are in the race for an automatic place in, in seasons to come, but we've got a bit of work to do. I mean, I think tonight, for instance, um, Dinamo Kiev and Shakhtar Donetsk are both in action for Ukraine, who sit just one place behind us. Um, Austria are the team above us, I think, so... There's a kind of a footballing argument there. The coefficient it, uh, it opens other doors. And Chris is talking about the appeal. Can um, John? Sorry, is talking about the appeal. Can Rangers and Celtic start really opening back up and, and appealing to markets out with Scotland? Yeah, certainly can. Uh, I think Rangers are obviously flying the flag this season in Europe. Gordon, another terrific result uh, tonight. You've got to say. Um, they could easily now They're going into game favourites But um, they won't be getting carried away Because this team are very capable Of coming to Glasgow and getting a result But they could easily get into the last 16 again You know, so um, Yeah, I think it's up to the, the two big Scottish teams Because they certainly have got the backing All over the world Supporters, mm. clubs, and incredible But that's and the thing though but John thinks that, that, can, that should grow again He's now noticing that, you know Inevitably with the, the, the billions In the English Premier League television Market that, you know that, that those teams are miles ahead of course they are, uh, financially and, and stuff like that, but you've just got to slowly but surely, and I think that clubs are doing that, the Rangers, Rangers certainly this season, uh, I think they've, um, you know, a lot of people have sat up to um, take notice of Rangers, for instance, if Rangers get through this tie, not everyone will be sitting there desperately going, well, we'll we want Rangers. Because they'll know how differ- difficult the game is And hopefully Celtic next season as well Can get up to that sort of standard And start really um, You know Letting the European teams Take notice of the Scottish so- mm. Scottish game Because it's brilliant advert For the Scottish game as well um, Absolutely John how good a result is that tonight? Oh, uh, Fantastic It's just finished here 
I, I don't know whether I'm getting it delayed or, or whatever <laughs> by a few minutes, but a fantastic, a fantastic result. Right, we'll take them back to Ibrox and uh, you know uh, bring it on. I mean, you know, we'll we, uh, hopefully we'll not hopefully we 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 should beat them there by one or two goals, and then then we're into the you know we're into the quarterfinals then, and uh, it's just. It's just, I, I, you know, we really, really, because Rangers have won the league already, you know, we can, we can, you know, you can talk about 106 points or whatever it's going to be. Or, mm. yeah, that really doesn't matter. We sh- really should be concentrating on Europe to get the money and, and, and get the interest generated yeah. in Scottish football. Uh, yeah. I think that's the most important thing Yeah I think we're all looking forward to that second leg already John that was a pleasure speaking to you all the way from Qatar Thank you to John Let's squeeze in one more instant reaction to that game Chris as a Rangers fan We need to start with that Alan McGregor save at the end do we not? Do you know what? Honestly that seeing that at the end there was just It was world class it was It was absolutely world class Coming from a 39 year old Um, at this level is just that was absolutely top draw that and that was maybe a pivotal moment that maybe Rangers could maybe snatch something come the second leg what's the one that he always got so much credit for in the in the European run the last time was it Bremen Werder Bremen he made an unbelievable save was this one up there better in my opinion though he always makes unbelievable saves he always makes saves when it matters whether it comes to the league Scottish Cup Europa League doesn't matter. He just made He has been a pivotal, pivotal player, in my opinion, for Rangers. And I know Rangers haven't signed them up yet, but that is just basically saying that's basically signed me up. That I mean, you know, thirty nine years of age, pulling off a save like that, especially at that level, is just priceless. Yeah, I mean, I can see Liam Kelly, the Motherwell goalkeeper, has just—it's just popped up in my Twitter feed saying that save is actually a pure laugh, and followed by all these um, laughing faces as well. Gordon, is that? Let me stick your neck out here. What is that? The best you've seen in in how long? Or well, certainly, certainly this season, Gordon, I've no doubt, and probably other seasons as well. That's uh, and you know. You get the respect from other goalkeepers sitting watching that game. They realise how good a save that was. That was an incredible save, incredible stop. But the one thing you can say about McGregor is he's a top-class goalkeeper. He's got that in his locker. Yeah, I don't think there's any danger of it. Rangers not signing him up next season. You know, on form like he's been on individual saves alone this season... I think it'll be up to Alan McGregor. If he well, thinks he's fit enough to, to go on. Yeah, we're down to him though, yeah. I'll be down to him. There's no yeah, way no Rangers doubt, yeah. would let him go, but it's outstanding stop going. Unreal. Chris, what did you make overall? Are, are they. Uh, is that the toughest test Rangers have had in Europe this season? And how much of that was down to the opposition? How much of it was down to things Rangers did or didn't do? Uh, I think right. the whole journey this season, uh, obviously, Rangers have been really successful now, obviously, domestically. But European-wise, we've come up against some really good oppositions. And I think, I don't know, I think it's just by the name that Slavia Prague obviously took them. But when you think about it, like I was, I'm going to um, refer to the previous caller. How he said um, about we should go back to Ibrox, we should maybe win by one or two goals. I'll strongly disagree with that because Slavia Prague against Leicester, um, nil-nil. 
obviously at, at Prague. Yeah. And then they went to Leicester and won two nothing. So they're not to be underestimated True. at all, at all. And Gerard and obviously the rest of the team need to keep their guards up, need to keep their composure, keep it tight. They've got an away goal now. I'm not saying go to Ivers and hold on to it. You could be the aggressor, but they need to be really, really wary of that team because they're really strong and really fast. Yeah, well said. Chris, maybe give us a call back and look forward to the next leg. If you don't mind, we're a wee bit out of time. Will you do that? Yeah, well do, buddy. Well Good done. man. Look forward to speaking to you. That was Chris Down in Liverpool. We are out of time, but plenty of scope to reflect on another very interesting European night tomorrow at six o'clock when we return. Can you give me the last couple on this teaser So it's apart from Derek McInnes We're looking for the other eight men Who've managed in Scotland And played in the French top flight Sorry, so managed in Scotland's top flight And played in the French top flight Eric Black, John Collins, Paul Le Guin Frank Sozzi, Mixu Patalainen Quickly Struggling Gordon Clues Louis McCarry No No, so This guy has managed Kilmarnock In the top flight Told And he now manages Queen of the South Alan Johnson Alan Johnson So he did Yeah he went yeah, to Rain yeah, in yeah. the, the mid-90s mid uh, Right This guy was the Hearts manager Mid-2000s uh, Played a lot of games for Arsenal in the 70s and 80s uh, um, Ricks Yep Graham Brian, Ricks Brian Ricks Is <laughs> that Brian, Brian Rice's cousin No um, <laughs> Okay And the last one he's managed Dundee and Ayr He managed Ayr United Who was your predecessor? Simon Stainrod Simon Stainrod There we go We got there in the end Thank you Mark Wilson and Gordon Diel That was another Quite a night Shall we say For Rangers in Europe Slavia Prague 1 Rangers 1 Finally poised Ahead of the return leg At Ibrox We will look back On all the big talking points And preview the weekend's action Tomorrow From 6 Interesting to hear What Hugh Keevans Made of all I'm sure he's watching And listening So we'll speak to you At 6 o'clock tomorrow And Callum Gallagher Will look after you next